Welcome to the Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, Live the Big Stuff podcast with New York Times bestselling author, Christine Carlson. Chris shares don't sweat wisdom to help you achieve greater mental health, self-compassion, and better communication with family, friends, and coworkers. Listen in and learn simple ways to live your most vibrant life of joy. Hi, and welcome back to the Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, Live the Big Stuff podcast. This is Christine Carlson. Before we begin with our episode today, let's go ahead and take our golden pause. So wherever you are, sit comfortably. If you're seated Indian style on the floor, go ahead and lean back against something. Place your palms open on your lap. And if you're seated in a chair, please uncross your legs and also place your palms open on your lap. And wherever you're seated, let's go ahead and take a shoulder roll. Bring your shoulders up to your ears and just bring them down around your back so that your heart is open and and then just place your palms open on your lap and close your eyes. Just begin to breathe with me, breathing in through your nose, allowing your chest and your belly to fully expand, taking in the fullness of your breath, and on the exhale, release, relax, and let go. Breathing in pure golden sunlight to the top of your head, to the tips of your fingers and your toes. On the exhale, just release, relax, and let go some more. Breathing in pure golden sunlight through your mind, through your heart, through your core. On the exhale, just let a sigh of relief come and go. And breathing in pure golden sunlight to every cell of your being. On the exhale, let go of what doesn't serve you in this moment. Breathing in pure golden sunlight to the top of your head, to the tips of your fingers and your toes. On the exhale, release, relax, and let yourself be free. Breathing in pure golden sunlight through your mind, through your heart, through your core. Go ahead and place your hand on your heart, activating your heart, opening your heart, and spend a moment thinking, of one thing you feel grateful for. And as you fill your heart with all that gratitude, that pure gratitude, that joy, allow yourself that joy. Go ahead and exhale and release and let go of what doesn't serve you. And filling your heart with pure joy again, the joy of gratitude. Allow that gratitude to fill your entire body, every cell of your being with golden gratitude. And filling your heart, filling your mind, filling your body and every cell of your being with golden gratitude. On the exhale, release and let go of any tension you feel. And breathing in pure golden gratitude to the top of your head, to the tips of your fingers and your toes. On the exhale, just relax a little bit deeper. Breathing in pure golden gratitude to every cell of your being. On the exhale, allow that gratitude to wash over you like a cascading waterfall of pure joy. And breathing in golden gratitude to every cell of your being again. Allow it to wash over you again like a cascading waterfall of pure joy. 
and filling your heart, filling your mind, filling your entire being with pure golden gratitude. On the exhale, go ahead and open your eyes. Today, I want to share a gift that has come to me through loss. And that is, I want to just also say, you know, I am 15 years out in my healing process of going through loss. 15 years. I, when I, somebody told me they were 15 years out, I just thought of that like a whole lifetime. And yet, it really feels almost like yesterday that I got that phone call and I heard from those doctors that Richard had expired. So there's this time warp that happens to us in loss. A huge time warp happens. We experience both the long and lengthy process of healing, and we also experience it as if it happened yesterday. That has a lot to do with post-traumatic stress. Um, You know, post-traumatic stress puts your memory, puts those things right in the forefront of your memory. I have to say, after 15 years, I've definitely healed through that. People often ask me when I watched the Lifetime movie, was that really hard to watch the movie? And I said, no, it was a lot harder living it. (laughs) Way harder to live it. Yes, it was a little challenging watching that phone call in the beginning of the movie. That was a little challenging at first. Sorry if I'm spoiler. It should be a spoiler alert here. Sorry if you haven't watched the movie yet, but um, it... It, it was very challenging the first time I saw that phone call because they really did that so true to life. But, you know, one of the greatest gifts that I have received and received quite initially was this idea of this thinning veil, this very thin veil between our dimensions, this idea that we live in this physical three-dimensional reality But scientifically, if you think about it, our reality is only held together by atoms and light and belief. That's it. Like we believe in our reality so fiercely that it is held together, but it's all just light and atoms. So one of the things I started to realize is that Richard was very present. I could feel him as if he was in the room. I could feel him and he would manipulate light. He would manipulate all sorts of things to show me that he was present. Now, before he died, maybe a year before he died, I remember he was in the bath and I was seated on the edge of the bath and I asked him, do you think if anything ever happened to one of us? I mean, we had these conversations. I'm sure you've had them with your spouse too, or your partner or people in your life that you love. But I said, if we ever, something happened to us, do you think we would, we would find ways to communicate? if one of us was gone. And he just looked at me and said, absolutely. And so my, I was already open to the possibility of this. So even though I had no experience with it, really, I was very open to the possibility that perhaps Richard wasn't very far from me at all. And then I began to realize through working with widows that it was really our responsibility to continue our relationship, to continue our relationship with our loved one, to ask them to be present. So I ask Richard now and always, please be present in my life. Please guide me. Please show me that you are present. Let me feel you. 
Let me hear you. Let me feel you in our relationship. Now that doesn't warm your bed up at night. Believe me, I realize that. It doesn't, there's a lot of things that you miss in this new relationship, this continued relationship. But that's because we're human still. We're in a body. Our loved ones that have transitioned on are not in a body any longer, but they're still present. They're still here. There is a continued form of life. There is a continued light that lives. There is a continued soul that wants to be with you, that wants to be present with you. One of the things um, that I've written about that maybe you've heard before is I was sitting at the hairdressers one day and I had all those foils in my hair. I was getting a highlight. And I was um, seated next to this younger woman and she knew who I was. I guess I, she had heard me speak at a ladies luncheon um, group maybe a couple of years before. And we started a conversation and she said, I asked her how she was and she said she was really sad that her grandmother had passed away uh, about a year and a half ago. And I, and I asked her about her grandmother a little bit. She said, you know, the hardest thing about going through this is my friends just think I should be over it already. And I'm still very, very, very sad. And I said, well, of course you are. You know, she goes, she was my best friend. I, I, she really was the one who raised me. She was like my mother and I just don't know how to live without her. And I said, well, are you open to hearing something from me about loss that I've learned? And she said, yeah, please. And I said, what if you didn't have to live without her? What I mean by that is, let's just say our soul inhabits our body. And it's what holds us together. It's what allows us to move and it's our life. Our soul is our life. It's our light that shines through us. And when that soul leaves the body, the body has no more connection to source. It has no more light. It has no more life, but the soul leaves the body. Where does it go? She goes, I don't know. And I said, well, what if it, what if it doesn't go very far? What if it can go anywhere it really wants to be? And it has its identity. What if your grandmother is anywhere she wants to be? Where do you think your grandmother would like to be most? And she looked at me and tears streamed down her face. She goes, my grandmother would be right with me. And I said, absolutely. So it's up to you to invite her, to ask her, to talk to her, to speak with her, to be with her. She's here And she wants you to say her name. She wants you to ask. She wants to be present. She wants you to feel her love. Because love transcends the boundaries of time and space. Love transcends the human form. Love transcends all dimensions and is present everywhere it wants to be. And so it's up to us to continue that relationship. It's a great gift to realize that death is only a word. That's it. It's just a word. We live on, that we live presently, that we can be open to other dimensions. 
We may not remember our spiritual nature all the time because as human beings, we're caught up in the physicality of life. But if there's one amazing gift that those people who pass on early teach us, it is how precious this life is and how much more awake we can live in our lives because they have given us that great gift of awakening. They have given us that great gift of learning that death is not the end. It is not the end. It is the beginning of a new relationship that you have with the one that you've loved, that you've lost in the physical sense. You've never lost them in the greater sense. Our light is part of source. We return home just as we can return home in our own bodies by tuning into our love. We are connected for all time in love. Those strings, those string, that string connection theory of love is so powerful. Love is the most powerful emotion that we have. It's way more powerful than hate. Love transcends the boundaries of time and space. Love is forever. Thank you so much for listening to Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, Live the Big Stuff. Come back again. It's Christine Carlson. Please share this with a friend that you know who's going through loss. Christine is thrilled to announce that her book, Heartbroken Open, has been made into a lifetime movie starring Heather Locklear in her comeback to television. Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, the Christine Carlson story, premieres at Lifetime on October 16th. Read the real story, a true page turner, and get your copy of Heartbroken Open at Amazon and ChristineCarlson.com.